Hey everybody, this is Brett, one of your hosts. Welcome to Broadcast from the Dispatch, an indie comic podcast brought to you by the Indie Comics Dispatch. The Indie Comics Dispatch is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to bringing you news, reviews, and more information about indie comics. As a nonprofit organization, we couldn't do much without our supporters. First of all, I want to thank our patrons. You too can become a patron of Indie Comics Dispatch by going to patreon.com slash Indie Comics Dispatch. That's comics with an X. Uh, there you can sign up for as little as $3 a month and really help us continue to pay the bills and bring you new information on the world of indie comics also i want to thank our sponsor comics wellspring guys if you need a comic book printed if you need any print product done comics wellspring is the place to get it done from very competitive prices to top-notch customer service comics wellsprings has it all please check them out and if you need any of their services contact them today at comics again comics with an x comicswellspring.com and without any further ado, here's this week's episode of Broadcasts from the Dispatch. What's going on, everybody? I'm Brian Lambert, your host for tonight. This is Broadcasts from the Dispatch. again with another one this time brett left me to my own devices so you guys got to deal with me for as long as i can keep this running uh thank you guys for joining broadcast from the dispatch i would say it's from an undisclosed location but everybody knows i'm a cali boy so it is what it is um i've got a really really great panel uh today one that i'm very excited for personally something that i've wanted to do for a while we've got a bunch of great creators on here and people who have built publishing companies from the ground up and are actively doing it now so i can't wait to honestly get into this conversation with them but before i do that i want to first say that uh, indie comics dispatch and broadcast from the dispatch is brought to you in part by comics wellspring uh i print some of my short runs with them. So I have personal experience and personal knowledge of their quality and their skill level. They are amazing. Like I said, they uh, they sponsor Indie Comics Dispatch and they've just been a really great resource for comic creators and platforms like this. Uh, so again, if you have some printing needs, if you have questions, go check out their site. There is more than enough for you to learn from and for you to utilize. Uh, I also wanna say thank you to our patrons, we are definitely trying to continue to grow that, grow our Patreon. You get some um, exclusives and behind the scenes some interviews, tips. You get a bunch of things for just, uh, I think it's $5, uh, starting at $5 a month, which is obviously nothing. That's not even, at this point, that's not even a cup of Starbucks, man. Uh, I don't know what you guys drink, but mine is like seven bucks off top. 
Uh, again, California, it is what it is. But our patrons, I want to say thank you to Ben O'Grady, Paranoid American, John Constant, Brandon DePillis, Celeste Cornish, Alec, Jason Levich, Levichin, excuse me, Brandon Foster, Aaron Guzman, Quentin Rushing, and Dan Schmidt. Thank you guys. Without you, we could not do some of the things we do. Uh, obviously, as Brad, uh, as Brad always talks about, we're very proud to be a 5013C. Uh, which means we're a nonprofit, which also means that your con contribution to Patreon is uh, a tax write-off at the end of the year. But without further ado, I would like to introduce some people. So when I first had this idea for a panel, I reached out to a, people, a few people I know in the industry, and uh, Morgan Iverson himself was basically like, help, Brian, save me, bring me on your show. And so, I mean, I just did it because I, you know, I couldn't just leave him alone like that. No, <laughs> to be real, um, we have the guys from Top 5 Live, uh, which is Morgan Iverson, uh, Danny J. Quick, and Javon Stokes. These I'm introducing them together for this moment only because uh, today would have been their 50th show. They forego that show just to be here, just so they could share tips with you guys and share their journey and to be with me. So obviously it's very important to me. It's very special. And I really appreciate these guys, even though we joke and we go back and forth. It's a really great group. Uh, top five live. If they hadn't been here, I would have been on their show, making fun of them or trying to troll them in the comments. So I love these guys. Um, and, and to start Morgan Iverson is the creator of Lumberjacks um, in Harlem's Renaissance. He's a writer, voice actor, and co-creator of the fourth wall comic and audio podcast universe. So welcome, Morgan. How you doing, sir? Glad to have you here. Oh, he's on mute, so he's muted. He don't know what he's doing. Uh, I'm doing good. You know what I'm saying? You lying already, but I'm going to let you live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm let you get your whole vibes off. Okay. I'm going to circle back to it, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I knew you weren't going to let me have that one. Uh, <laughs> Next, we got Danny J. Quick. He's a co-creator co of Ace Blade and King Supreme, writer, graphic designer, letterer, scholar. He's also an alumni of uh, Full Sail, so uh, we're fellow alumni. So I got to shout that out because we look after our own and definitely take care of each other. Uh, he's a gentleman from Fourth Wall Productions in North Carolina. Danny, welcome to the stream, sir. It's your boy. Um, yeah, I, I personally witnessed that conversation. Morgan was begging to come on out. So, oh man, for all you story writers out there, that is describe that look on Morgan's face, and that is the look of betrayal. Your your novel will never fail if you put that in there. I promise you. <laughs> what in God's name? Is happening? <laughs> hey man, whatever sells, right? All right, next, the the last member, the final member. Of, of the top five live nation here. We got Javon Stokes. He's a writer, traditional traditional and digital artist, graphic designer, and owner of Visually Stoked Media out of Connecticut. He's a creator of Heat and Strong, as well as a host of a Stoked podcast. You see what he did there? What's going on, Javon? How you doing, bro? What's good? What's good? You saved the uh, best for last and the uh, person with the com most common sense of the three of us. <laughs> so, you know, I appreciate you. Oh, I'm going to go with the common sense thing. He can at least tell time, at the very least. Hey, listen, man. It's not hard, man. It ain't really hard. It's not. Yeah, right, right. And CC, Danny, Prindle, CWS, like it? I said, Are they're great guys, right? Oh, 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 I could go get that? my copy. Oh, okay. We're doing it. See? We're doing that? I was going to say I can go get my comments, but Danny. doing that? we doing that? Is that what we're doing? Nice. 
All right, our next gentleman is, uh, I, I'd like to say at this point, he kind of needs no introduction, but he's hit this uh, comic scene fairly, fairly hard. Man, he's got what I like to, I don't know if we call him a viral hit or how we do that at this point, but uh, definitely he struck fire with one of his latest titles, The Antagonist. Um, it is blown up. It's doing really big things in Hollywood and abroad. So we got to give him props for that. Uh, Tyler Martin is a comic book writer, publisher, editor, and producer based in Atlanta, Georgia. He's an avid Star Wars fan, self-proclaimed blurred, and a lover of all things comics. He's most notable for founding Godhood Comics. It's an Atlanta-based company and one of the fastest-growing Black-owned independent comic publishers in the U.S. Godhood was founded and designed to highlight diversity in comics by focusing on telling stories centered around BIPOC characters and concepts. Creator of titles such as Mega Woman, Sharpshooter, Galactic Patrol, Delta, and extremely popular Antagonist series, he retired from a decade-long stint in education in 2018. He was unable to fully dive into writing and running Godhood Comics, having his work featured in several popular site, sites and forums like Looper, CBR, Deadline, Bleeding Cool, Afropunk, Black Girl Nerds, Black Sci-Fi, Indie Comics Dispatch, Head Nerds in Charge, and Graphic Policy. Tyler's attention to detail and tenacity, style, storytelling, and marketing expertise have earned him the much respect within the the comic book community. A spin for community education, he <laughs> teaches lessons on comic book creation and dozens of creators throughout through Godhood Comics Schoolhouse Initiatives, which gives creators the tools, resources, and contacts they need to be successful. Tyler hopes that his journey can inspire new creators to take those first steps toward the rest of their lives. Tyler hopes to continue to grow his brand as a storyteller and plans to segue into Hollywood. Also, I want to remind you guys that was Tyler's short bio. So, you know what I mean? Take it easy on your boy. Let me send you the rest of mine. I need to welcome Tyler. First of all, he was not supposed to read uh, all of that. He just asked for a Wait, bio. Yeah, I'm sure a bio man. Let me, hold on. Let me go. Let me go copy paste. I'm not going to go I got to go talk to you. Right. I got to put my long bio. Right. That ain't even fair. Hey, man. I was going to let him live, right? Because I had said short bio and then I respond, you know, later did, earlier today, I was like, bio. He said the whole thing and I was like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. Especially when I saw the two lines. I was like, nah, we doing the whole damn thing. I'm talking oh, no. I, I, was, I was going to be like, y'all didn't even introduce me to the man, but I feel like I know you now. Right, like, I, right, I, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. I was like, well, y'all could have took a bathroom break about that point. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Jesus. Right. Do I have to pee? I, I'm right, right, right. We should have been some dinner. Like a cider cut. That's part one. My dude deserves all that, bro. You're right. Right. Thanks, fellas. Your bio sounds good until it's read out loud. Oh, all right. And last but not least, on the panel in its entirety, I have. This is actually. This is actually again. This this whole panel structure is is very important personally to me, but this is also the first time that. This creator and I have been on camera, interview, blah, 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 in like two years, two years plus maybe. So this is a very special homecoming uh, for me. And I want to introduce Alonzo uh, Starr, you know, who was born in Philadelphia. He was raised in the uh, small town of Lansdowne. So I know him as Derek Allen. Y'all know him as Lonzo Starr. Uh, he's had no lack of inspiration growing up. He started with his parents and was encouraged his animation to flourish. He was also an iconic excuse me, able to look at iconic Philly personalities for encouragement. He's the founder CEO of Concrete Comics. Um, he always has thought, he's always thought the good storytelling never goes out of style. He's the writer and creator of Acolyte. Um, he helps to inspire the dreams of others 
to do something extraordinary. In 2020, Acolyte issue number one was nominated for five Glyph Awards, including Best Writer and Best Male Character. In 2021, Acolyte won for, correct me if I'm wrong, Lonzo, but it won for Best Cover, and Concrete Comic won a total of two Glyph Awards. Uh, invited to the stream now is Lonzo. What's going on, bro? Yes, sir. What up? What up, y'all? Yeah, I mean, I see the beards in the building. Okay. Hey, <laughs> okay. Hey, man. We see how we. Um, I see you banging over there, man. You know what I mean? Killing it. Yeah, 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 I appreciate yeah. y'all, man. For real, man. It's nice to see all you lovely uh, faces in here, man. What's up, brother? Yeah. It's a pleasure oh, yeah. meeting you. I don't think I've ever spoken to you before, man. I think I oh, talked yeah. to you on Facebook, though. You know what? You the one I thought was Uncle Luke, right? That's we okay. Damn, we just coming up because Lonzo don't let people talk to him directly. You know what I'm saying? He got go betweens for that. Oh, he got. I mean, he's now. Oh, okay. Oh man. Oh he man! Right, he sent the representatives. I was uh, like, "All right, cool, man." Oh, big tuna back in the building. Okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, I had to do it, man. What's going on with you, Mister Lambert? Uh, you know, man. Every day is a good day. You know what I mean? Always making progress. Always moving forward. Um, as I see, we all are. So, obviously, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on. But I also wanted to have you guys on because um, you're all at different spaces in the publishing journey. Uh, Tyler is is optioning for TV right now. Uh, I believe you said you were even out here in L.A. out this way, which obviously means business deals because L.A. is always, uh, you know, business. Uh, I know Danny is is he's got Fort Wall Productions. He's got the store open and moving that, doing some stuff with the studio. Lonzo, I saw a picture and I don't know if it's just rumors now, but I hear you're about to uh, maybe transition in having a store. Um, Javon, obviously, you're very well associated with um fourth wall but you're not a part of fourth wall so i think that and, and and morgan is a part of fourth wall and started as a novelist so i feel like everybody's on very very different parts of this journey but all have been successful to varying degrees uh so i think it's important to kind of get this dialogue going and and like we've all kind of said in our bios and especially in in uh tyler's long ass bio we want to <laughs> inspire some other people and teach them kind of you know the ways and what we're doing so um, I guess, so I'll go from my top, you know, left to right or whatever. Morgan, what got you started, um, on your publishing journey? Uh, Danny, <laughs> Danny, bro. Uh, I, um, when he got back from Iraq, uh, so we tell people this often at the, at the cons, like I, um, I met Danny's wife before I met him. Cause he was, he was deployed to Iraq at the time. Um, and we were going to church together. Um, I met Danny when he came back home and he and he wrote a novel. He wrote the Ace Blade novel. That's the first thing ever came out from Fourth Wall. So um, I had been working on something personally that I hadn't shown anybody. But when I saw he published a novel, I was like, yo, can you read this and see if it's trash? You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. I just I'd be trying to cut straight to the chase. You know what I'm saying? So like, can you read this and tell me if it's trash? He read it and he liked it. He was like, yo, I want you to, you know what I'm saying? Come on and try to, um, you know, start, start up a comic universe. And I was like, no, I'm trying to I'm trying to curtail my words so I'm not saying things that I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, nah, I'm good, you know what I'm saying, or whatever at first. But then over time I started getting ideas, you know what I'm saying, walked through the strip process, and then everything else kind of grew from there. But it the the initial I was writing on my own, but the initial inspiration to do it was 
uh, from Danny, you know what I'm saying, when he did the novel, and then we just grew the universe over time. Nice, nice. Now, real quick, before, Danny, I get to you, and I apologize for cutting you off, but getting into this myself, man, I missed a bunch of comments from a bunch of people, which some of them I know are Danny, because it just says Facebook user, and I know Danny be trolling himself, so I'm not stupid. Right? Uh, that's, that's definitely him, but I want to send, okay, there's a special one here, and uh, this, again, these shows have a little bit of gravity for me. So uh, Manuel Godoy says, who's winning today? And so obviously we probably all have either interacted, uh, you know, talked to him, whatever else. And it's actually pretty dope to to see the support from people that are on different publishing journeys and different entertainment journeys than you. Uh, Manuel is obviously part of uh, BSP, Black Sands Entertainment. Um, and he's doing his thing over there. He's got obviously that landmark deal with Shark Tank with Kevin Hart, and, you know, the animation, we under this whole deal going. So it's actually dope when people come back and they can just shout us out and we can shout them out uh, regardless of, again, where we are on our particular publishing journey. So I want to make sure that um, I shout him out like that as well as, you know, everybody else. Kyron is in here. What's going on, Kyron? Uh, Alec, no, Tyler did not let me miss anything. I have every only thing I don't know is Tyler's blood type at this point, and we're gonna have that before the end of the show, y'all. Be positive, be positive. See, like I said, before the end of the show, bro, we we got it now. We got it. Uh, waiting for the movie to come out. You know, Q wants that. Q's probably gonna be front row, he's gonna be the only person in an antagonist, grown man in an antagonist cosplay, just off the rip. Waiting for you. Uh, all right, man. Um, what else we got? We got Ryan. Oh, Ryan Robinson, uh, who just finished what is it? Uh, Shadows of the Ancient, right? With Moana, yeah, yeah, Moana. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know they're working on another one, I know they got the coloring book coming out. Um, uh, hey, Tyler, I feel like uh, you may not have the time, CEO, but uh, everybody Jesus, wants to buy it from you now, yeah, bro. It, yeah, it's the buyer. <laughs> I'm like, God, please, yeah, man. Hey. Yeah, I'm I sorry. I got. I'm cutting that thing down as soon as we get off this. Hey, uh, I know an editor or two. If you need the uh, assistance, you know what I'm saying. I don't. You know, <laughs> I know a guy who, who, along with Concrete Comics, was nominated for uh, for some Glyph Awards for his editing work. I just, just by the by, oh, send him my way. Send him my way for sure. Okay, cool. Hi, how you doing? Yeah, they there. I text clues. I'm gonna slide into your DM. All right, Danny. Uh, so, getting back to what what brought you into this publishing journey, sir? Um, yeah, it was um kind of similar. You know, I think um I always grew up loving comics or loving loving comic book characters. I didn't I didn't read comics growing up. Um, but I watched every cartoon, whether it was Batman and Superman or Spider Man and Ninja Turtles whatever and then um like morgan said I, I got deployed to iraq and while i was out there me and a me and another uh me and another guy we we were always discussing characters that we wish we created um when i got back from iraq we went to my first comic book convention and realized that it was the it was regular people there like it's regular people making comics like everybody didn't work for marvel and dc and it literally kind of like opened a door in my brain that said oh this is a this is a possibility this is something you can do so, uh, you know, at, at that moment, you know, it was kind of like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, um, you know, from there, it was just learning, learning literally everything from how to write comics to, to the format and and literally all of that. So um, literally started from under the bottom and, and, and you know, and now you're here and now we and now we're here. So. To quote, to quote, the light skinned uh, wonder. Uh, 
Javon, what about you, sir? Uh, mine's is a little, uh, I'll try and keep it short. Um, please, I don't really, we don't do please, that here. Please, <laughs> I don't know if we wait. Man, time out. Morgan is not <laughs> talking, Morgan is not talking to nobody about keeping nothing short. I shorten mine, sir. Morgan, you ain't I, talking I to nobody. Mine. I shorten right? it though. You, you already making it long. So I gotta deal with it. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, so I, I initially, I, I've been reading comics my entire life. Um, and I've always wanted to do comics. And then uh, a few years ago, like 2006, um, I decided I'm going to do a comic book. And I did it. And like, it was terrible. And it kind of failed spectacularly. Um, but then I ended up going back to school and getting my degree in 3D animation. I came home, tried to get a d- job in the field, and it didn't quite work. Um, and I was very close to, uh, I had just proposed to my now wife and, uh, I kind of said, I was sitting in my, uh, um, apartment and I said, you know, if I'm going to do this comic thing, I need to do it now. Cause you know, once you, you know, become a husband and father and everything that just, you know, can take over everything. So I just, um, sat down, came up with the character. He, it was actually an old character character. I repurposed and, you know, I just kind of did my research on it and I was, I, I kind of made the decision. I don't need Marvel. I can print this thing and I can publish it myself and just get it out there. And I've been doing it ever since, for the most part. Nice, nice. Uh, Tyler, what about you, sir? Yeah, man. Well, for the most part, I had been uh, kind of drawing and creating characters since like kindergarten. I remember um, my dad was an alcoholic, and uh, so I, I remember just like to. Um, to Danny's point, just watching cartoons and reading comic books as a way to like escape my reality, right? Uh, if this world wasn't, if this reality wasn't one good, I could just open an X-Men comic book or just something like that and delve into it. And it just became my lifeblood. So, you know, we all, as, 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 as kids, you know, we're, 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 even if we don't remember, we were writing and creating, right? Um, and so back in 2016, man, I discovered that online community. I was teaching education, miserable, um, I discovered that online community, you know, with Danny, with Morgan, with Lonzo. Um, and it just, I was like, dang, you know, people are doing this stuff. Uh, I don't need to do this. I, I can create my own characters. Um, and, you know, went to my first convention. I remember the first convention I went to was OnyxCon. And I was completely blown away, completely blown away. Didn't know that this was actually a thing. And man, I took all the characters I've ever created put them up and just started to get to work, man. I, and I haven't turned back since. It's just like, you cut me open. I'm bleeding comics, bro. Nice. nice. And uh, last again, but certainly not least, Lonzo, what brought you in? So I know a little bit of backstory. I know that you come oh, from man. a music publishing background, which is yes, a sir. different type of publishing. So what, what, what sparked the transition to this type of publishing? So it's, it's, it's kind of funny, man. I think I was, uh, think subconsciously i knew i was getting into this business without without knowing it um because in around around 2014 i started changing the music i was making the more so uh reflect who i was and a lot more nerdy lyrics started coming out a lot more of my movie references started coming into my my songs um and i made this song called clark kent and uh you know to do my promo i said well why don't i check out a comic-con like i've never been to one i never i never did anything this was in 2016, so I went to this Comic-Con, and, like, 
that's where the love for comics all came back. I always loved comics, but I, you know, during that your your 16 to 24 age, I wasn't reading no comics. You know what I mean? I was I was out in the club, right? But but um, you know, I, I kind of fell back in love with it and uh I decided to just try to write my own story. It started off as a, a TV script, and then I said, Man, that's a little too expensive, so I'm gonna try a comic instead. And um I just started researching because I didn't know anything about the indie uh I didn't know anything about the indie comic universe before 2016 until I got on Facebook and I just started seeing all you guys on there making comics. I said, who was it? Uh, Powerverse and all the people like that. And that's what really opened my eyes to this regular people making comics. And um, I decided to just give it a try, man. And I, you know, I, I was thinking of acting like my whole life. So it just came out the way it did, man. And that's, that's what it was. Nice. Nice. So, uh, yeah, Alonzo said, uh, he said he wasn't reading comics because he was in the club. Um, I was reading comics and I was in the club. I was reading comics okay, while I was I in the club. That's that's a, called the bookstore, it's called okay. Barnes and Noble. That is dedication. <laughs> here, here in Philly, it's some clubs that, that's like 16 to get in type clubs, man. So, it gets oh, yeah, oh, Atlanta, too. Yeah. Okay. I was not, not in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that. No, no. The, ones, the ones here, the ones in my part of North Carolina, if I go to, it ain't going to be right. So, I went to A&T, and there, there's a high school down the street from A&T called Dudley that um, we had gym jams and stuff like that. Them high school girls would be right in there, and you keep playing if you want to. You'd be in some races. <laughs> 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 I'm just telling you, bro. Danny, uh, Morgan out there carding girls like right. So we got a question from GC two thousand and one. Um, new to the channel and wanted to see some work uh, that we can look out for everyone from. So again, all of these gentlemen are creators. What I'm going to do is I'm going to as we kind of go around, I'm going to put everybody's links up. Like we said. Morgan and Danny are part of Fourth Wall Universe. Theirs is the same. We've got Concrete Comics. We've got Godhood Comics. And we've got Visually Stoked Media. So uh, everybody's got their shine. Everybody's got some some materials to give you guys. Oh, don't forget. I can't forget about myself. Wingless Comics, uh, Wingless Entertainment. We are we are in there uh, as much and as often as we can, can be. Um, I also want to say that doing part two, Lonzo, right? Like I had started my comic book journey. Uh, before Lonzo and I talked, but um, I was writing with someone and you, we were doing a, like the collaborative thing. Right. And those rarely work out unless you guys are both really dedicated. Uh, and Lonzo hit me up, not even like on a DM one time. I had said something. It was like something about Star Wars or something off brand. And he was right. like, what you know about Star Wars? And anybody who knows me knows I don't like a challenge. So like I went in or whatever. And he went right back at me. It was actually pretty like, again, that was kind of hilarious. It's like, that's how. <laughs> I started this next level of this comic journey because I was like, did he just challenge me on what I know? And then uh, it struck up some pretty good conversations and some pretty good back and forth. Like I said, anybody who knows me knows I'm going to have a back and forth going. Um, yeah, for sure. It's a glorious. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, the next thing I want to do really quickly, because I know it's a bunch of us and we run short on time. Um, what's one piece of literal advice, like actionable advice, somebody could go out to today that has helped you specifically in your publishing journey and building what you're building. We'll start with Danny. Uh, we'll start with Morgan, Danny, then Javon, then Tyler, then Lonzo again. 
Uh, I think the biggest the biggest advice I would give people is to build genuine relationships within the community. Um, not, you know, DMing people so you can try to, you know, get up on something or whatever. But if you really want to know something, you want to see how, you know, something's done or, you know, have insight, like build a genuine relationship with people like that. That's one of the biggest things that um, has helped me a lot. In, and and especially especially when it comes time to uh, start fundraising, you know, doing Kickstarter and things like that. If you build that community early, you know, what I mean, that you always have a community that's going to back you like we, we back one another in the community, especially once you get into that space. We back one another immediately. You know, what I'm saying everybody on this panel. You know what I'm saying? You put something up, it's over. You know what I'm saying? We in there. You know what I'm saying? Automatically. So I would say building no genuine relationships is huge uh, when you, you start. Do you know how much I hate when, when I get that random person that'll comment out of all your 10,000 people, you put up a, a picture, you got all the artists tagged, whatever else you got going, and somebody's like, oh yeah, that looks cool. Who's the artist? Bro, I don't even know you. It drives <laughs> me. It's, I, don't, I don't mind. I want my artists to get work. I want them to eat because it's not like I got them on exclusive contract. But if the first thing you say to me is like some compliment so that you can get to the same place I am super quickly, bro, that's the easiest way to, for me to be like, nah, I'm not telling you nothing. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I have, I have too many examples to go into it without seeming really mean. So I, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna leave it at what I said and like genuine relationships, bro. Like, and pe and that's another thing I tell you in the industry. People know when you on some BS and when you're not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another thing that another thing that I'm very happy about, especially with the people in this panel, um, you know what I mean? We know when you BSing, bro. Like me and Dan, don't get it twisted. Me and Danny will quickly be like, click, click. Like you'll get blocked. <laughs> yeah. You, you will get blocked. So yeah. yeah. Danny. That's all you need to say right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you kept it, you kept it short. There is. Hold on, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let, uh, let you live. My, my one piece of actionable advice I would say is get an editor who thinks differently than you do. And, um, you know, I, I went a long time without without an editor for uh, for Ace Blade specifically. Um, but um, with King Supreme, me and Wally, we think differently. So we always, you know, bounce ideas off of it and we can find out what works me and Morgan, you know, we kind of edit each other stuff. So we find out what works, but with Ace Blade, I didn't have anybody, but now I got, I got me an editor, you know, for, for Ace Blade, Mr. Uh, Don't Brian, say it. Brian Julius Lambert. Uh, <laughs> Julius? Uh, <laughs> we just throwing random names out there. Okay. <laughs> he almost called you Jehovah. <laughs> do not do that. Brian right. Jehovah Lambert. Oh, that's Danny. Uh, that's the level Danny goes to. But I don't, you know, and you, you never know if maybe, maybe they just hate your stuff, but you know, they'll, uh, if you get somebody who thinks differently than you, then at least they can point out the things that don't make sense. Or you know, and they, they can just be a hater like Brian is, and that just makes it you know it even better for you. Hey, yeah, hey this this hater keeps pushing everybody. You know what I'm saying? Cream rises to the top, bro. You got to beat it down so then it can rise. You know what I'm saying? You're welcome. You're, You're welcome. welcome. You're showing way too much age. Don't ever do that again. I did it. I did it on purpose too. I did it. I'm doing it. I did it. I did it. I did it like three times. I do it four. You need to do it up high. Like you need to do it here. You were like run across my room like Ultimate Warrior. I'm right in the roof, bro. This is Ultimate Warrior. Like this is push press. I will do it again. I'll continue to a little bit, bro. 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You <laughs> said you didn't like Ultimate Warrior. You saying we in WWF no, in this I, house? Because okay, okay, cool. Because I, I didn't say that. Danny, I'm, uh, Morgan almost missed around and got kicked off the show. Good. Great. I'm about Ultimate oh, Warrior, bro. Just, I mean, just go ahead. Good for blocking people off the show. <laughs> I was going to do that sometime too. Morgan's also used to being kicked off stuff. Yeah, in jail. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No one asked. <laughs> yeah. Tony Clapper's in here. What's going on, Tony? What's going on, man? Tony, what's up? The uh, master. Javon, thing. it's on you, bro. Uh, what's what's one piece of real actionable advice somebody can put into work right now? Uh so I'll give the piece of advice that I, I saw while I was watching a documentary with uh, Todd McFarlane. Um, and he was he basically was like, find your find one character or one story and do that to the best of your ability before you try and branch out and do universes and everything. Everybody wants to have a whatever verse. Find your one character. Do that really good. And make that as 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 well known as you can possibly make it. Smart, smart. I love to hear. What you got for us, Tyler? Man, I always say just to start, right? So many people get caught up, especially new creators, and I think even us at one point, especially certainly <clears throat> me. Uh, my biggest regret was not starting when I knew I should have started. And what I mean by starting is not necessarily knowing how to write a script, but writing something, right? Or, or not knowing how to design a character, but, script, but sketching something out, you know, just starting it and, and putting that, uh, your, your ideas to paper um, and just get that ball rolling. The other stuff will come. Like all of us, when we first started, we learned everything on the way. I mean, that's how, that's the best way to learn. Um, and so when I, I get emails man, from people and they're like, you know, I've been doing this. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. And you just gotta, we're in, we're in information age, man. You just gotta, you just gotta write. Um, one of my mentors, my editor, he told me, he said, uh, write like you're drunk and then uh, edit like you're sober, right? So just just start writing. I don't care if it's words. Just write, 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 write. So that's my that's my advice. Start. Start now, today. Lonzo? Um, I would say be very mindful of who you take advice from and uh, be be patient as well. You know what I mean? There's there's no rush to this thing. When you When you start, that's when you start. But you got all the time in the world before you come out. No one knows you're working on what you're working on. Just take your time. Make sure you feel comfortable before you uh, step out into the world. Because once it's out there, the street's going to tear your ass up, man. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> make sure exactly. <laughs> make sure you write before you come out, man. And don't be afraid to ask people, but know how to ask people. Don't just come in there debowing in people's DMs with, how do you do this? Like, learn to, learn to study by watching as well. Most of what I learned, I, I watched people do it. I looked at other publishers and how they were moving and I just <clears> that and molded into my own. So learn how to how to study from afar and be patient. That's, that's, right, Master Yoda. that's great. That's great advice because <laughs> a lot of dudes don't care about the craft of, of making comic books, man. They they just trying to throw everything together. And this is skill to this, man. There's a talent that that's involved. Mm-hmm. And um just with crafting the story, um, pacing on art, everything, man. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm going to say one thing that's very important that get, gets overlooked. Um, and it has to do with kind of with the craft of, of, of comic books. Um, know the difference, right? 
if you're getting into comic books, get into comic books. Don't get into comic books so that you can can uh, get into movies. That's not the gateway. Uh, I know we've seen Marvel do it, and and but again, that's Marvel. They've got fifty plus years of of business acumen, and then comic acumen, and story writing acumen, and then they can hire people who are not comic book writers who are movie writers to adapt things. If you're getting into it because you're like, I want my property to blow up. Look at, um, who is it, Royer, right? From Unique Studios. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're developing an animation based on Ianu. That's 15 years in the making though. We get a yeah, lot of Roy people put, that come. Yes. We get a Roy lot of people that come in. Exactly. People come in and they think that, oh yeah, man, my idea is so dope that, that I'm gonna go ahead and do this right now. It's gonna happen tomorrow that's it's just not the way that things go right like it takes so much time some of the biggest movies that you've ever seen have taken 10 15 years to even get made um so mm-hmm. to really think that you're going to come in with the property that no one knows right i could be talking about justice i could be talking about wingless comics nobody knows wingless comics yeah some people buy it but on the grand scale who knows it nobody and for me to think that tomorrow it's going to be a movie and on and on and on is foolish like you got to do your research I think everything you guys said, obviously, I agree with, and we've all learned from each other, but it's all these little pieces that create um, like an ongoing legacy for yourself and for your company. So, Can I add one more? Oh, go ahead, bro. Don't be a jerk. (laughs) Wait a minute. You say that to comic creators? (laughs) No, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm being real because that's the easiest way to, A, not have nobody buy your stuff. B, nobody want to hire you. And C, find your way outside of the industry. Yeah. Now, yeah. just because there are some creators that are jerks, that don't mean that you could be a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That really goes back to Morgan talking about making like those honest, you know what I mean? Like those networking opportunities, those real connections, right? You can't yeah, be the firebrand to- every time. You, you and you before and and that's the this is what I wish I would have said before you are a creator you need to be a supporter right mm-hmm. uh, so you get people I I know a lot of us get courses about Kickstarter all the time right from people mm-hmm. you know how can we do this on Kickstarter how can we do this? everybody wants to drop a Kickstarter and then you know they don't have the following they didn't put the time in like it, it's not mm-hmm. it's not time for you to be Kickstarter um, nor have you backed any other campaigns right because yeah. that's your lesson right there I always tell people if you want to have a successful Kickstarter. You should have back successful Kickstarters and you can go back and look at those campaigns because the proof is in the pudding. It's all right there on that page. And you have to, especially in our community, this is a, 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 a very large yes. community, but it's also a very small community, right? And so we know, guys, we know, we know, we know, we know. And so I always say you have to support first. You have to support first. And then, Brian, what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted by uh, Javon. Right? <laughs> uh, I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> wow. Uh, to, to piggyback on what you hey, said. Hey, y'all coming for me today. Okay. I got, let oh, me no, sharpen sorry, my man. sword. Sorry, I was trying to be nice <laughs> today. All right. Y'all can get top this five, Javon. Y'all can get this top five. This is our first time, uh, this our first time uh, meeting face-to-face, but we know each other, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, we good. Uh, we good. I, uh, people always say, they were, they'd be like, oh, man, I want to, you know, I want this adapted to this. We, we have people, we're seeing a celebrity right now. I mean, I, no shade, but Keanu Reeves, he did that comic book just so it could be picked up as a movie, right? Yeah. And it's a nice book. I love the book. It's a good concept. Um, but I tell people all the time, if you're doing, he can do that, right? If you're he's Keanu comics, Reeves, though. He's Keanu Reeves. He can do that. If you're getting into comics to strictly get it adapted, you have already fucked up. Excuse my language. Yeah. I don't know if it's yeah. No, you're good. You have, you, have, you, have, 
already messed up. You have already messed up because all of us on this panel have put in years and years and years and years of work just because we're not, this, this shit don't make us rich. We do it because we love to do it. We and if you, it. you know, I, I lucked out, you know, we, we, we had a good team. I had a good experience, but if you're doing it for that, man, you, you messed up already. Yeah, also, I want to say, uh, sorry, real quick, Lonzo. I want to say in Javon's um, defense, he cut you off because he was taking back the time you took out the bio. So he needed his, he, he was reclaiming his time. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> now, what you got, what you got, Lonzo? No, I was just going to, I was just going to tap back in with the, you know, just the thought of, you know, some of the questions that we get from, for people wanting to know how to do a Kickstarter, how to be successful. And I'm sure when I, when, when I first did my Kickstarter, Brian was with me and we, before we even, before we even uh, entertained doing a Kickstarter, right? We studied all the bad Kickstarters that didn't succeed. That's what we studied. Not the ones that succeeded. We wanted to know why did they fail. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And before we uh before we went there, like the whole team, man, we were up all night, nervous as hell on that first kickstarter. I'm I'm sure it's a that first kickstarter, man. Your heart is crazy, right? And um, you know, but yeah, it's just like people gotta really be humble, man. Like Kickstarter ain't no joke, man. It's just nothing, it's nothing you just throw in and just think you're just gonna make, you know what I'm yeah. saying, a million dollars, like. You really gotta gotta work. Like we didn't see no support on our first Kickstarter before we launched, and we didn't yeah. realize we had support. So after we launched, we we're like, "Damn!" Yeah. So all that promo we was doing actually worked. So people mm -hmm. just gotta be patient, man. And yeah. you're fighting against the algorithm now. I feel like well, we launched that what two 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 and a half years ago or more now, right, Lonzo? So the algorithm was a lot nicer at that point. You could be in groups. People was gonna see your group posts. People could see your art everywhere. Now, if you're not paying for advertisement. The algorithm is not messing with you. It doesn't no. like I don't care what nobody said. Oh, nobody gets shadow banned. Blah blah blah. Stop it. We've all seen our posts go from three and four hundred likes one week to the next week seven, right? Like every one of us. So yeah, when when you're doing this again, this is this is a business venture as much as it's a dream, right? And so I know that you guys have gotten the same thing I have, where somebody will just jump in the DMs. How do I make a comic book? But not like. How do I find an editor? Could you help me find an artist? Hey, I have an idea. How do I make a comic book? Don't come at a creator like that, right? Because that that is an insult to the hours that they've put in, that we've put in, that you know you've put in in terms of trying to learn this and making the mistakes and having unsuccessful Kickstarters or having them dips where hey, the goal is twenty five hundred and you at twenty four and you got a couple hours to go. You know what I mean? Like we've had to do all of this. Um, and so there's a certain amount of, I guess, respect and like maturation that goes into this process. That's super important. Man, me, me and Danny literally did a skit on this, like of, of people being like, you know, we get hit up on a regular basis, like in, in, in our inbox and be like, yo, um, I got this dope idea for a comic, blah, 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 blah. What do I need to do? Write it. He goes back. It goes back to what Tyler said. You know, what I'm saying, be like, write it. And they be like, yeah, like we literally. I, I can't. When did we do? I, I don't remember if we did it during the Lumberjacks, the last Lumberjacks campaign or not. But like that, Tyler's 100 percent right. The hardest part is starting. You know, what I'm saying, like actually doing it. Like actually, and it doesn't matter whether it's in the right format or not in the beginning. That doesn't matter. It just, yeah. be, just because one of the biggest things, like me and Danny, love writing together. Um, 
you know, we write our stuff individually, we write some things together. But one of the best things that helps your process, and me and Tyler have talked about this because Tyler does really good, um, like he does joints like this on 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 Godhood and, and, and other places, um, and and offers you know offers game and like one of the biggest things that I've learned to enjoy doing is is finding a better process for what works for you. Everybody has yeah. a yeah yeah everybody has a different process that you go through as far as how you write. Some people. You know what I'm saying? Throw spaghetti against the wall, see what sticks, move stuff around, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Everybody has their own process. And the more, the longer you do it, the better you can make it more concise and, and get things boiled down. But if you jump in somebody's DMs, like Lonzo was talking about, if you jump in somebody's DMs and there's no prior relationship, at least be humble. Right. You know, at least, especially if you're coming for, you know what I'm saying? Because like Tyler, I was going to say earlier, Tyler said he lucked up. You ain't luck up, bro. Um, you put in the work, you know what I'm saying, and it got blessed because it was worthy of it. You know what I'm saying? I told you from the moment that you told me about the antagonist idea, I said, that's it. That, that. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I'm, try, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to not say words that are going to get me banned because I always get banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, you on my part. You on my account this time, so you should be fine, right? Like, you're good. It'll happen. Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I, you know, some things you know are gonna pop, and 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 I, I knew from from just the concept alone. But I said that to say, like, you see where Tyler's going and 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 what he has going on. So now you have, and Tyler's very humble and already putting game out there he's got ways for you to be able to get game from him and, and learn from what he what the mistakes that he made in the beginning the things that he got right in the beginning like he put all that out there but if you jump in his dms and you on you on some yo i got a dope comment when you gonna let me write with you or, you know what i'm saying stuff like that that's bro. you know what i'm saying just because you see where he is come on bro and you know i always say because we I, we all get those dms right not, you know i mean dms we have I, I have not answered just because of that and the ones i typically go to so these are the kind of DMs I love from new creators or supporters. They'll say, they'll start with, man, love your work. How, where can I get it? Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, giving you not, not even admiring us, but admiring the work mm -hmm. and then saying, um, so one guy and, and we, we uh, his name is uh, Frederick Littles. And he's actually, uh, he's running a Kickstarter right now. We just picked up, we opened a submission that guy at comics. And we picked up his book. He's the first book. He got like 60 submissions. He's the first book we picked up. Is that the Magnus one, bro? Magnus, yeah. Yeah, 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 I've seen that. Okay, okay. I've seen that. That's right, look good, bro. It looks really yeah. good. And, he, and when, he, when he first, uh, he DM'd, he said, yo, man, love your work. Where can I get it? I'm a creator, and I just love what you do. Man, when I tell you, we got on call, and we just was talking for hours and hours and hours, and this guy took, and I've never seen somebody like this, this guy took everything that we talked about and built the Magnus, like just did it, did it, did it, did it. Didn't care about any of the logistics and any any of the you know the check boxes. He did it, man. And that's the kind of that's those are kind of DMs and those are kind of uh, new creators that you want to see um, who have the passion, guys. Because it's a it's a passion project. This is a passion. You know, uh, Brian, you said earlier it was uh, part business and part dream, and it's it's more dream than business. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's how you that's how you guys if you're watching. That's how you need to reach out to a creator. You need to. Uh, first, value, validate their, their their work and ask how you can support them at that time, and then ask you know your questions. None of us mind. Hell, we can talk about comics for twenty four hours. We don't yeah. we don't mind. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think a, a a little bit of it too is, and we talk, and, I, and I'm always I'm always going to talk about craft because um, I'm a big proponent of that. Um, 
a lot of it, it sometimes you know a lot of people think that they need to come in with like a 700 page graphic novel or eight page miniseries or anything i my I, listen I, I i i'll be real for when i first did heat i'm like oh man it's gonna be a monthly ongoing series and then, man i did that <laughs> i did that first that first book took me like <laughs> like five months to do and i was just like yeah this ain't it uh let me just right. let me shorten this to three um and i think a lot of guys would do well find people who are doing anthologies do like a five, 10 page story in that, yeah. you know, do it, do a 24, just do a 24 page book. Just yeah. that's it. Just do yeah. a start and finish story on a 24 page book. Um, because, you know, especially if you're, cause you know, a lot of people are trying to do this as a stepping stone to get to Marvel or DC <laughs> or whatever. And honestly, and I've talked to quite a few editors there. They don't care about your splash pages they don't care about your prints. They don't care about nothing. They want to see if you could tell a story start to finish and it makes sense and it looked good and it and you are, you know, a professional. Um, and a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people think, well, I, I can draw this great print. You know, I could draw Spider-Man on this great print. I'm going to just jump in and do a comic book. And they have no idea anything about storytelling. They don't know how to pace a book. They don't know how, you know, how the, the structure of a story. A Say words, son. Say um, words. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, it's like, I, I mean, and I'm saying this because I, I've been through that process of having my stuff torn apart. I, I, I met up with, um, with Axel Alonso. Uh, he, the first book I told you that was terrible, you know, he flipped through it. He tore it apart, but he didn't tear it apart in a bad way. It was like, you need to learn how to do this. You need to learn how to do this. You need to get better at this. And so I took that book and I was like, okay. And then I went and learned, you know, about it. And, you know, a lot of people just don't understand that there's more to comics than just drawing pretty faces. You know, it's a story. So, you know, you know, learn, you know, learn from storyboarding. Storyboarding can help you with storytelling, you know, on, on so many levels, watching a movie, and thinking, how would I put this scene on a page? Mm -hmm. And then just doing that as an exercise. But, you know, there's a skill involved in this. And it's not just I'm a talented artist. I mean, you know, you could be a talented artist, but your story don't make no damn sense. Yeah. So yeah. I got to do some real business real quick, Lonzo. I'm sorry to cut you off. But um, cool. I, was, I was supposed to do this like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, we just got to take a little real quick uh don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I didn't I do it. Faces. Don't do that. I, Man, do look, I was I enjoying do the conversation. Uh, but real quick, we're going to take a quick break. Lonzo, we're going to come back to you. So don't forget your thought, bro. Yes, sir. What does it mean to feel inspired? To be moved. To be awed. To feel creative. inspiration it motivates us it encourages us to create something epic and the best part of it all is that it's all around us inspiration creates inspiration bring your stories to life and inspire your world print your comic books with Comics Wellspring.
man, I'm about to. What does it mean to be inspired? I'm a, well, that was amazing. Like, like I was not, pre- I wasn't prepared. I didn't do see. They have that, do they have that gold now? They got that gold. On the <laughs> I, you want yeah, the gold trim, Danny? Do. I do. Uh, it looks I'm fire, good. right? Um, that, that was that was better than um, Love and Thunder. Oh, we're, so, not, we're not do- I still haven't seen it yet. We're not I, doing that. We're not doing that. I'm sorry. I apologize. Hey, man. You know Listen, so, you know, I not, told you I was, no, I I told you I was going to go for a rant. Like, so man. Y'all see me on look, Thursday. I'm going to go off. Anybody comparing the level of craft in phase four to the level of craft in phase three Please and, and not the level of craft in phase one, your argument is invalid. invalid. I don't want to hear I, it. I, I promise you, y'all, I don't want me to start. Stay well, well, yeah. What you doing on Thursday? Hey, bro, I'm gonna pop in. I'm gonna pop in on Thursday. I like what I gotta say. I'm gonna pop in on Thursday. But um, Lonzo, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, leave you out. I know you. Uh, you had a thought on this in this entire process. Oh, yeah, no, no. I was just saying. I think um, oftentimes what I see in new writers that reach out is that um, a lot of people don't know how to pitch. You know how yeah. to how to pitch this story, yeah. and they they know the grand scale of like, yo, he's the greatest ever. He's gonna do this and do that, but you gotta hook me on why is he doing it though? You know what I mean? I don't. He could be the greatest superhero ever, but uh, unless you can attach me to him emotionally, then or him or her emotionally, I'm really not gonna be invested. I, I probably won't see the vision. So I think a lot of people really gotta learn how to pitch, and you often see that when you go to comic cons and you go to somebody's table. Mm-hmm. And you ask them, yo, tell me about the story. And they just start telling you about power scales and stuff. And you know I'm saying, and, yeah, right. And, you he know, can be Goku. Like, he, no, yeah, like, he can be yeah, Batman. Right. He yeah, got right. this in his utility belt. He got yeah, a battle yeah. ring for that. So, yeah, man, just what I did was I just I just started practicing writing pitches. So I, I looked at a lot of like movie write ups, like how they pitch the movie, you know, how they pitch. The Matrix and stuff, and that gave me understanding of how they condensed the whole movie in like three sentences. Mm-hmm. So I just practiced at how to condense, you know, other things into like two, three sentences, and you you use that as your pitch, man. You know who's amazing that at elevated pitches, bro? Pitch, man, that um, elevated pitch. Yeah, your boy, uh, Sebastian Jones, bro, from Stranger man. Comics. Now I've I've bought everything from him, like off top before I even got into the industry. I love this stuff. I bought everything that he has. Somehow. This dude convinces me to buy something else every time I'm there. Because <laughs> And I even tell him, like, bro, stop. Don't pitch me nothing because I'm going to buy it. Like, leave me alone. You know I have everything. I don't I don't want nothing new. But he's a, he, he brings you into all of that. Um, I want to say real quickly. That's how you get. That's that's where you you going to get most of your audience from Comic-Cons. That's yeah, real. Yeah, like, yeah. I, got, yeah. I had to do that elevator pitch, that one line pitch. That yeah. this meets this. Yeah, yeah, and and one again with the algorithm being what it is, man. Those email lists are important. You know what I mean? Like your own direct outreach is super important. I want to say one thing as a creator tip, um, as a pure writer here, and I say that as a pure writer because my degree is in creative writing, right? Like I started. I am not. I'm a colorist now. I didn't start as an artist at all. All of my everything is writing scripts, screenplays, novels, the whole deal. Um, learn how to write and be humble enough when somebody tells you what's wrong. Uh, because a lot of times, and this is more my editing hat, right? A lot of times, well, I, I've told, well, I've, talk, I've had this talk with Lonzo, I've had this talk with Morgan, I've had this talk with Danny, not that they've done it, but I always tell them whenever I'm editing for somebody and I ask a question and they go, but what you don't understand is, 
then I will immediately tell them, oh, you're wrong then. You're wrong at that point. Because if I'm asking a question and you're telling me I don't understand, that means it's not in the store anywhere. And there's no context for me to figure it out. A lot of, of, of newer writers or newer authors, when they're trying to create mystery, they just leave stuff out. Oh, well, well you didn't know that they was friends from 20,000 years ago. Well, okay, did you give me any context so I could have figured it out? Oh, you just didn't say it. So that's not mysterious. That's just missing information. Um, you, you learn how you can break a rule once you know the rule. If you don't know the rule and you're breaking it, you're likely breaking it incorrectly. Um, there are always, quote unquote, correct ways to break a rule so that it still follows. The, like you, your brain reads different than you're saying. I know a lot of people want, like or try to put AAVE in their comics now. And I'm a big proponent of it when it makes sense. But your brain is going to read something different than the nuance of how we say it here. Right. Like Morgan. Look, that new that latest episode, not latest, but the issue of Miles Morales Thor. Right. What if he's Thor shows you everything. You, that's that's me doing the raise the roof right now. Right. Like it's dated. It's stereotypical, blah, blah, blah. We can joke about it because I did it live here. There's nuance to it. When you put that down in writing, you are not respecting the craft of writing and you're not respecting the people that you are trying to write for. Um, so, again, as a writer, as a pure writer, you, you've definitely got to study and, and learn how to write. Even if you're writing, look, start doing flash fiction. That's 500 words. That's nothing. Right. Like it can be anything, but it just hones. It's, it's just like anything else. Somebody starts shooting free throws. They suck at first. But if they're doing 100 free throws a day, they're eventually going to get good at free throws. Uh, writing, mm -hmm. artistry, yeah, all this right. stuff is the same thing. You this is a, some people are naturally have natural proclivities to it. But at the same time, you can learn all of that if you put your mind to it and if you try. Um, yeah, and you, and someone, as, so, someone, asked me, uh, someone asked me, um, how do you know it's a comic, right? Why mm -hmm. is it not a novel? Why is it not, why haven't you put this in a poem? Why, you know, why is this a comic book? And I think mm -hmm. asking your question that, like that, that's your pitch, that goes in your pitch. Why do we need to see this world, right? Um, and I think, uh, Danny, with, um, uh, Ace Blade, because I, I got I back when the Kickstarter, I got the novel too and the comic, and I see why you turn that into a comic because that's something that needs to be seen. You know, that needs to be visually seen. And so, what you see is a lot of stories that they don't they, they you can put it in a you can put it in a, 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 an essay, really. You know what I mean? And so, you have to ask yourself, why do you want to make it a comic book? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I wanted to say something when you were talking about how, like, um, Danny, go ahead, man. No, I'm just saying they, they you got comics wellspring on the on the chat. Like oh. <laughs> I mean, look, one look, once Brett is gone, you know what I'm saying, then I can let the dogs loose and uh no 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 comics wellspring, I can see they're always in here, man. They're great and I've said it before, like I've worked with these dudes personally. They shot me uh I shot them a DM because I was lost on trying to do my trade paperback. I was like, What's the format and the template? And they were like, it's it's on the website, we told you. But here you go, right? Well, they're really good guys. They'll show you everything. They'll walk you through the process. They're efficient, man. Their deliveries are fire. I've never had any bent books or any, you know what I mean? Like, they're just 100% top notch, and I really mess with them heavy. They're really great guys, so um, great company. I just talked I with them today, man. I appreciate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talk with them. But, but I was going to say, when you talked about writing and how, like, um, um, you know, you have to write a lot and, and, and you know, if you know this you if you had to ask a question then you didn't write it well and i'm i'm speaking from an artist's perspective very very similarly if you draw a page and i can't understand what's happening 
just without any words, yes. that's not good storytelling. Um, you, I, you should be able to read a book start to finish and have some idea of what is happening. You might not know the, you know, the detail that's in the dialogue, but you should at least be able to tell the story, like start to finish. That's like one of the uh, main things that every artist that I've spoken to tells me. They're like, dude, if I can't, if I can't read your book without words, if I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you're failing. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Hundred percent, Danny. Were you gonna say something? You look like you're chomping at the bit. No, um, I was thinking earlier when um when when Tyler was talking, we or uh, when you were when you were talking about um that question. Also, I think us as creators sometimes we can we can know our character so well that it's hard for us to, you know, it can be harder for us to write because we know everything in our brains, but we have to. Like you said, we have to show it in the stories. Like we have to show why the connections matter. We have to show how they got to the point that they are in our brains. And because like me and Morgan, we have we got literally 20 years of content in our brains for these characters. So, you know, <laughs> we need a, an editor. We need somebody to say, pull it back a little bit. Like, bro, don't don't go ahead and introduce the sidekick. Like, don't don't you telling another story right now. Don't do that yet. Give it some time, you know. So I think I think you know that's why I was talking earlier about having an editor and at least having somebody that you can run stuff past who who thinks differently, um, because it it it, it helps the story. So I want to finish up with this last question um, from Brad Arney because without doubt, and I don't even know, obviously I'm not in you guys' campaign, but I know Brad is where I'll support all of us. I'm 100% sure. This dude supports every indie comic project that hey, comes across his desk. So he said, uh, when you came up with your ideas for your books, uh, did you know right away that this story was the story that you wanted to pursue? He's come up with numerous ideas, but within a few days I find fault with them and they, are, and they get scrapped. I want to start this one off because I want to end with you guys. I'm going to say, look, write the crappy story i feel like every writer has a you have a story in you right but like it's the bad story it's the one that you want to get rid of um you're working out your teenage angst you're working out the person who bullied you in high school you're working out all these feelings um and once you get that out then you're able to do the real ideas i know all of us have different, multiple projects um i started with novel writing and i still love novel writing but once i got into comics i realized that my audience grew people liked my comic writing more than they liked my novel writing right so that doesn't mean that that project goes away that just means that it's kind of on the back burner and I do one as my main focus. Also, if you find faults with your projects, likely that means they're humans, right? Like that means that these things are, are organic. Um, if you have a structural problem, that's different. You need to solve that. But if you're talking about you have a story problem or you have a fault, that's more than likely good storytelling, man. Get, get somebody you can bounce these ideas off of and they can kind of shore it up for you. I feel like comic book creation is like creating a sword, bro. You got to beat that metal down a bunch of times and you got to forge it and forge it and forge it. And then you come up with something good. I'm going to use real quick my last thing. I'm going to use Tyler as an example. Tyler has been successful since I've known him in the business, right? But he wasn't antagonist successful, right? People knew who, who, who Mega Woman was, right? People knew who uh was god i don't want to say blind shot now and i know that's wrong god sharpshooter um, sharp i knew it was some shot some way right so people had seen sharpshooter mm -hmm. right? it's got the time cover so like these are iconic kind of images people know it visually but is it at the success level that the antagonist was no so that doesn't mean that they're faulty or anything that just means this is the one that the public gravitated to but all of your stories brad in case no one ever tells you this right and no matter how good or bad or whatever they are are your all your stories are valid 
all you have to do is if you want the public to recognize them is do it in a certain format that's digestible for them. And that is the difference between someone who continues to create or somebody who kind of gets buried in the emotions of creating. Uh, uh, okay, so sorry, my little rant you there. Drop, you can drop the curtain right there, brother. <laughs> yeah, brother, you my camera off. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm do, I'm pass it to Morgan now, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, 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 I definitely agree with Brian. I think, like, when I. When I think of when I think of where my story idea started for Lumberjacks versus where it is now, oh my god! Um, uh, because you gotta remember, like I didn't I didn't grow up reading comics. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't grow up reading comics. I I, I was like Danny, like I watched, uh, you know, I watched cartoons. You know what I'm saying and stuff like that. But I did not grow up reading comics. And now looking back on it, I'm jealous. But at the same time, I also feel like it's it's I don't want to say it's an advantage. But the way that I feel like it's an advantage is I can't copy somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's no, I, I don't have prior archetypes to be like, oh, that's like this story, you know, and I can craft it after that. Um, but, you know, it takes time at times to um, to start crafting that stuff, which is like what Brian was talking about with beating the metal. Um, because like with Lumberjacks, with Harlem, with Solitary, with... Um, the audio podcast that me and Danny have done, like we've gone through whole periods. Like we, we, um, we had a period where we were writing, uh, like Brian was talking about 500 page, 500 word stories on Wattpad, uh, me and Danny, uh, mm -hmm. like literally when we first started doing the podcast, we did our, our second season. We wrote, I, I would write something, then Danny, then I, then, uh, Danny, no, Danny wrote something that I had to respond to whatever it was and continue the story. There's, they're just, there's mad ways for you to continue to work those muscles and continue to build those stories. And just because that original idea, I, I'll say this, don't scrap those ideas because one of those ideas might be whatever hit you think it, it needs to be. It just needed a different infusion, a different inspiration, a different... Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you never know what the missing piece is, but if you scrap it all together, because one of the biggest things that I do now is if I get a dope idea or I did, I don't care if it's a piece of the idea, I put it in my notes right now, because if I don't, I'm going to forget. I know how my brain works. So I'm going to forget and I'll just put it in there. But even if you have all of those scraps, you might have a whole universe right there sitting with a really dope story that you just have to figure out how to put together. And that can come over time. And especially going back to the genuine relationships, when you have people out here, especially you, Brad, I mean, you supported. I don't know anybody in the indie comic community that you have. Everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have multiple people that you can reach out to. And I'm more than sure people will read it and give you at the very least feedback and be like, I, I would do this or I would look at this or whatever, whatever. Like you're in a really unique position to be able to do that because you already have the genuine relationships because you've already been supporting. Like, so I guarantee you got gems in there. You just don't do not throw them away. Like wherever you ball the paper up, I hope you're not actually writing on paper. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing that I've run into. I and let's write on paper. I, I nah, hey, man, if you don't get to a Google Doc and quit playing around. I'm telling you, I like if Google Doc, Google Drive has saved me. Google Docs has saved me and Danny's lives on Bro, so many levels. Legit. It's insane. So um, I mean that that's that's what I would that's what I would say. Like a lot of take those scraps, 
because literally you might have a really dope story in it that's just missing the infusion. Because for me, I, this is my last thing. To me, your story is only as good as your villain. Like if your if your villain sucks, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't care. I don't I don't care about the story like that. If you're just here to tell me the hero, but there's no actual. <laughs> It's good to be yeah. bad, right? Yeah, no, but that's that's, why, that's why the reason that I knew that that, that was going to go because of the angle he was coming from. It was that the angle Tyler was telling the story from. Don't get it twisted. Do not copy Tyler and try to like you know what I'm saying do do the whole villain. Don't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. Like, but no, my, do that, do that, do that, do that. <laughs> I was about to come with the unlikables uh, real quick. So I was Willis nah, Comics 2023. The unlikables. But yeah, we need more villain stories. stories. It, it might be some dope stuff in there. Don't scrap those stories. Just keep them in your notes, and, and I guarantee you, I did hit you that that probably infused that project. Um, I won't take as long as Morgan, but I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say friends like you for me. For Bro, me. Why? for like 15 minutes. It's, it's, it's my show. It's a, I don't care. Don't get mad at the host What you doing? Right now. Like, right. Wait a minute. See, right. no, go ahead and... Uh... <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. No, no, no. <laughs> for me, it, it, for me it's, it's the one that you always go back to. For me, uh, I heard somebody say a long time ago, if you get bored with your story, most likely other people are going to get bored with it too. So it's like kind of like you know my lovely wife you know i we we met when we were 17 we you know parted ways for a little while and then i had to, i just kept coming back because you know i knew she was the one for me so if you keep going back to the story it's probably one that you should hold on to and um you know that's how i will pick up to it well, you are you were you. you were I was trying to life. see where you were going with you that. I was, I was trying to see where you were going with that. I was like, all right, man. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm your way. I'm here with mine. I know what I'm doing. Don't you ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a he's got a knife on. You got a knife pointed at his. Uh, I know. Right there, My sister is not to be played with, sir. <laughs> there's, a, there's a katana blade right near Denny's head, just My right on the street. Not to be played with, because I'm telling you, she's from Durham. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I guess for me, I would say don't scrap anything um, because you will eventually make your way back to it. You know, like I, I I'm just like Dan, just like Danny and Morgan have said, I've got a, a ton of ideas that are um, that are just on, on in my phone or on my computer or whatever. And they always kind of make their way back around at some point. Um, the, the book I just did, the Kickstarter for Strong that I just did, uh, was a story that I initially pushed to the side, and then eventually it made itself back around, come came back around because I found the, the hook for it. Like I wasn't even trying to think of the hook for it; it just came to me. And so I was like, "All right, cool, I got the hook. Let me go finish the book." So that's what I would just say: like, don't scrap anything because there's really like no such thing as like a bad idea. Right. Because it's just an idea that you haven't figured out how to work right yet, you know, um, because there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of books who, you know, there are a lot of hooks. Like we talk about the antagonists. We talk about Lumberjacks, Ace Blade, Heat. Uh, you talking about Acolyte. All y'all got hooks. And I bet like you had an idea of what you wanted to do. But when that hook hit, it was like, OK, bet I got it. And then it just like 
you know, it everything kind of flowed from there. Like I'm speaking for y'all, but I'm assuming because I kind of went through the same thing. So yeah, just like hold on to all your ideas and just keep working at them. You know, like, you don't got to do it every day, but like, you know, the ideas will come to you and then eventually like one of them will spark your passion and then, you know, it should set off that fire. Yeah, um, I, uh, I'll send, Brad, I'll send you a picture of, I drew uh, a picture of Destructus and Ultima, the main, the parents in the Antagonist series. I drew a picture of them in seventh grade, right? I, I created them in seventh grade and they were white, of course, right? But um, I created them in, in seventh grade. And uh, if I had scrapped that idea, I just knew just a dual supervillain. That's when I was, that I wrote, uh, when I created them. Um, I don't see me, ha like that was my, my, my backup, right? So that's how the antagonist was so easily constructed because I already had that idea. Um, and yeah, to, to, to everybody's point, just picking back on everybody else that went so far, no idea is a bad idea. And here's the story, and this is how you run with, when, this is how you know you found your story, right? Um, all of us want to write stories for other people, want to make people happy, want people to like our work. But I think I wrote the antagonist for me, right? Because I didn't see a, uh, uh, black people are already villainized every day. And I didn't see that in, in any story. And I wanted to do that. Um, so once you, you have to be a, you have to be your own number one fan, right? Yeah. The story, the story that you fall in love with, the story that you are, you can't get sleep over because you are in bed thinking about it. You're dreaming about it. Hell, I got the antagonist on my arm, bro. You know, the story you're a fan of, that's the story that you're going to, boom, exactly. King Supreme, exactly. That's the story. <laughs> it's a, it's a, exactly, bro. Exactly. I ain't got that conviction, but I, right, that's great right, for you guys. Right, that guy. That's, <laughs> I'm not that's getting the that. story. <laughs> That, bro, that's the story, Brad, that you want to uh, stick to. And, I, and I'll leave you at this. When you know, you know, right? No matter what it is, when you got that story, you got that story. But don't ever scrap any ideas because that's how you build that universe that everybody wants to build. In order to have a universe, you need thousands of characters, and, and you've got those. So. What's going on, Yes. Yeah. Lonzo? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Um, it's funny that Tyler said that because I was literally going to say uh, – when I when I made and created Acolyte, I, I literally made him for me, like something I was looking for that I wanted to read, something that I could relate to. I wanted a, a character that I felt like I wanted to be. Um, that's why I, I wrote Acolyte. But um, to be honest, man, I feel like when people are creating, sometimes they think too much of what other people are going to think. And rather than believing and loving in what they're doing themselves, man, because uh, it's, it's really it's really not the product. Like the product is a big part of it. You got to believe in the product. The product got to be good. But it's really who are you trying to sell this to? It's not really, you know, not not everybody's going to read Acolyte. Not everybody's going to read Antagonist. Not everybody's going to read these things. But if you know who you're targeting, you good, man. That's really all yeah. it is. Your story can be about marshmallows jumping over candy canes. There's going to be somebody that's going to read that like, yo, this is dope, man. This is this is this is what I've been dreaming about my whole life. You know what I mean? There are multiple, actually, there are multiple cartoons. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the name of that comic book? Uh, Dog Man or whatever? Bro, there's that, bro, that, that's like the highest selling comic book. Listen. You know, some of the biggest Kickstarters, some of the biggest Kickstarters I've seen yeah. on Kickstarters are stuff like that. Like, you look like, I'm talking oh about God. you go on there. Don't sleep, on dog, don't sleep on Dog Man, bro. It's, hey, I'm just that's, saying, dude. Like, that's, that's all, that's all hey. I'm saying, man. It's, it's really, it's really like, don't beat yourself up too much, man. Just create, put it in a booklet. 
once you once you know where you want to start, it's really where you want to yeah, start. Yeah. All them characters you created, they could be fine. It's just yeah. who you're gonna pick to start it off with. I yeah, knew yeah. I wanted to start off with Acolyte. I got tons of characters. Acolyte was the one I wanted to start yeah. with because I, yeah. I knew where I was gonna go with him and how he could bring in everybody else. Yeah. And um, yeah, don't don't beat yourself up, man. Just keep creating, bro, and start that project, man, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I will say one of my biggest pet peeves too, bro, when you see somebody who's like, oh yeah, man, we're going to drop number one next year in 2023. We got 300 characters. We got, bro, no one, no one, no one wants to see that. There's not a single person in the world that wants to see your 300 characters in issue one next year. I don't, I know. And if you find that one person, bring them to me, please. I'll even go and say, I'll even one up and say, originally you need to tell yourself that no one wants to read your book. Exactly. Right? You Back. need to convince yourself that 100%. no one wants to read this, right? And right. our job as to cre- as creators is make sure we're, we we want to read it, and also making sure that in that pitch that this is why you need to. When you when you take Facts, a comic bro. book, and I always say I was just in a, a, a class the other day. I said a, a, a good comic book is going to appeal to all your five senses, right? When you open up a, when you open up a comic book, there is there's a reason to read it right there. Yeah. It, it needs to appeal to you. Uh, all your senses. Um, so yeah, when you I, I, don't set yourself up for failure, like you need to assume all your shit is bad. I, I do that. Yeah. Assume, you know, even though we all know that none of our shit is bad, but we assume. Yeah. I'm like, people, people might not like this, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think uh, just again going back to creating it for the right reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, one hundred. I would say I would go even further to say I, I I make I write my stories be, because it's something that I think is cool, mm-hmm. like. If somebody else thinks it's cool, great. Like if I have com- if I can sell you and convince you that this is good, awesome. If you read it and great. But if I read my own story and I don't like it, then I ain't gonna do it. And yeah. I'm not gonna dedicate that time to it. So like if if I don't have a passion for my story, then nobody else is gonna have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. That's bull crap. Agree. What'd you say? Well, I said and that- your fans will be able to tell. Your your supporters will be able to tell if you don't fuck with this book. And you can tell, and you can tell by somebody's Kickstarter. You can tell yeah. how people present in Kickstarter. I can go to a Kickstarter and it's people asking me to back, and I see that you don't even care about the Kickstarter. There ain't mm-hmm. no characters on here, ain't no artwork, ain't no page displays. You ain't take time to write no so not there's nothing about this story that you took the time and so to me, you don't like your book. So I'm not gonna back. Yeah. Yep. People yep. can tell when you're trying to sell it to them at cons too. God yep. knows. If you look bored, yeah. if you ain't got no energy, Cons will make a man out of you, bro. I'm yeah. Like, what, Kons, yeah. Kons, between cons and Kickstarters, kick, Kickstarters, I, that's why I said what I said in the beginning from the first question. Uh, I'm Those genuine relationships will save your life, especially mm-hmm. on Kickstarters, because mm-hmm. if you do not have a base and you... It is you. We have bases. All of us have bases of people that are supporting us on every campaign, and that is a huge blessing. It really is. It's it's mm-hmm. huge. But you do not start there. No. And oh yeah. And, and even started. with these bases, we still all of us have had a moment where we've sweated something. It don't like, like we could pretend like we don't because we some of us have I had some pretty high goals on and on and on. But yeah, but nah, we've all been like. Look, I need my other 150, you know what I mean, people to show up 
and drop this twenty dollars. Hey, and ain't gonna be ain't gonna be family and friends. Right? No, no. I did. We did. Our last last antagonist Kickstarter did twenty six thousand dollars. I got five dollars from a family member. I'm telling you, yeah, one family. No, I, 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 even at cons. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I still, I still get nervous before every con. I still get yeah, nervous man. before yeah. Kickstarter. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? I, I feel like uh, a con to me is like a basketball game, man. Like it's it's confidence now. Like I don't care about the no's. I know I'm gonna get some yeses here. So yeah, if right. I, you know I mean, don't some people get What's affected up, by the no's at cons? Yeah. I mean, a no can really throw somebody off. Like, dang, bro, you gonna say no to me, man? You know what? Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean. You muted. You Tyler. Mute Tyler. Tyler then dropped a bunch of knowledge, and he's I hella know, muted. I know, man. He's just going. He was going. Lonzo, I'm with you. Like with cons, for me, is very much like um, you don't. Oh, yeah. You have no idea how many books you' about to sell. I don't yeah. care. If you did this con before? I don't care if you. You God, know. No, you, you know. You. Yeah. You. I don't care if you from that a- neighborhood. Like you yeah, got you no just never idea. know, yeah. So you just yeah. basically you going in like, all That's right, mean, I gotta all do the best I can. And yeah, all, you, you just can't be affected by the nose, man. Like yeah, yeah. every person is a new person. Don't yeah. don't bring the energy from what the last customer did or how they looked That's at your product. Yeah, just go, all right, thank you. Yeah, cool. Keep it yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that energy though, that energy that you bring for that that yes, sometimes that nose sees it. Yeah, and you oh, can turn sure. that no to a yes. They yeah. they might come yeah. back around. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I say, man. Everybody, if anybody says no, I still give them a free flyer. I'd be like, yo, thanks for stopping by, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I say, you know, what I mean, I give love to the to the nose because that love sometimes makes them second guess. Like, you know, what? I'm a support. I'm a support yeah. you because I like how you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially, especially, especially if it's the first day. Like if it. Because, like, a lot of cons, especially depending on, like, we just did um, Heroes Con in Charlotte, and we had multiple people that came by the table early, like, that Friday. And you learn that stuff over time where you can kind of tell by look. Yeah. You, can tell, you know what I'm saying? You could tell by certain stuff, like, who's actually feeling your – you know, some people will walk by your table and give it a quick up and down, literally. And, yeah. And, 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 yeah. And you have no idea whether – you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm so analytical. That I'm thinking like I can't tell you how many times at that con I was I told Danny I was like bro I'm trying to figure out what in our display we could change but you know what I'm saying you you never lose you never lose the thought I do it with the Kickstarter I literally we launched Lumberjacks and I was right by the goal in like the first I think three days but in my head we should have got there faster so I'm like bro you know what I'm, I'm like bro maybe I should change this maybe I should put this book up. Maybe, let me go put, you know what I'm saying? I'm always doing that. You never get to a point where you do You know what I'm saying? So that stuff can't make you nervous. And that, that I agree with Lonzo a million percent. Whether it's a con, whether it's Kickstarter, you know what I'm saying? And I also believe heavily in crowdsourcing too. Like finding a group of people, especially consumers, that you can go to and be like, hey, yo, what do you think about this? And let and, and be able to take that feedback to make your product better. You know what I'm saying? You you have to have thick skin, but if you if you're sensitive, yeah. if you're sensitive, cons ain't the thing for you. <laughs> stay out of the comment section, y'all. Yeah, right. Like yeah, no joke. Yeah. Like cons, yeah. cons will break you, man, for sure. Like, especially yeah, when you see somebody that's killing it. You know what I mean? You never know. 
My first table, I was next to uh, T.J. Sterling, man. He Lord, was, he oh, was, come yeah. on. The, you mean Lord, the master, you mean uh, Jedi Master T.J. Wow. Sterling? T.J. was wilding at that <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I got to, I got to look and, 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 and watch learn. how he did it. Yeah. And all we had was posters at our table at that time, too. It was, it was my first table. All we had was posters, no books, and them posters was flying off because we was energetic. We believed in our stuff. We were genuinely like people feed off of your energy when you're at the con. Like too too often you'll you'll go to a con and see somebody like this drawing oh, on their yep. phone. Bruh. You're not yeah. even looking <laughs> up at the customer. You know what I'm saying? The worst so, is when they like this. Yeah. Bro. yeah. And I get it. Some some people are socially awkward or they may be nervous as hell. You know what I mean? To talk to strangers, but if you go into a con, that's literally what you're doing. That's part of it, yeah. You got to give you. Some, you got to find somebody who 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 can, who can speak passionately about your project. If you can't do it, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I'll, I got to give Lonzo his props, man. And I got to go to and Danny just Danny just wrote us in the message. He's like, y'all need to check the hell up. We we got to go. But, uh, <laughs> I was the same thing. I was like, I was like, last comment. <laughs> no, we're uh, lucky. We we're lucky. We didn't already see this. I'm sure. Right, right, right. <laughs> we're very lucky. Yeah. I saw uh, oh I saw Alonzo at uh, Atlanta Comic Con and man that motherfucker didn't sit down at all at <laughs> all um, oh, and and he was you know he was right in front of me him and his team and he didn't sit down man and you know I took that energy with us and I think me and me and Alonzo at least in our section man we had we our, our tables was lit man you had the white yeah, the white folks over there was like what the hell they got going on over <laughs> yeah man for sure. I, got oh, I never sit there, man. man I never sit dude. <laughs> Danny, I tell hey, you, listen, I, I man, don't sit down ever, bro. If I sit down, it's because my feet are literally about yeah, to fall. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah sure. And, I, and I just take a short break, and I get right back up. If anybody comes by that table and gives me half a look, I'm standing up. because yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah, like yeah. sitting down because, to me, if you're sitting down, they're reading your energy, man. And if you're sitting yeah. down, they're they, they not excited because you're not excited. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well, gentlemen, done right, uh, cons, cons can make you a lot of money, though, man. If it's oh, done yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. true. I mean, yeah. You go on a tour, cons, cons can definitely be a valuable piece to this whole puzzle right here. Yeah. Uh, so Danny told us it's, it's time to cut the show. So, uh, you know, we got to listen to Danny. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry we took up so much time. Most of it was spent on Tyler's bio. And then on Morgan, so <laughs> those guys. Uh, no, but hey, honestly, like I said, man, this this show was very important to me. So I appreciate you guys for coming on and sharing your insights and uh, dropping the jewels that you guys did. Um, anybody who's out there, if you're listening, uh, or we're gonna play this back, it's gonna be on the podcast on the ICD podcast, and within within a week, um, it's on YouTube now. You can play it back. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of knowledge dropped here. Um, uh, once again, thank you for, for Comic Wellspring for sponsoring uh, Indie Comics Dispatch. Thank you to all our Patreons. Uh, don't forget to check out Fourth Wall Pros. Don't forget to check out Visibly Stoked Media, Concrete Comics, Godhood Comics, Wingless Comics. We are all out here and all doing it every day, all day. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good night. Um, and stream uh, Clark Kent, Lonzo Star. Right now. Right now. Why are you still listening? It's the end of the podcast. But since you listened to the whole thing, since you're still here at the end, as this podcast ends, as you exit out of the episode, why don't you give us a rating? And if you're not following or subscribing to us yet, go ahead and do that too. As I said at the beginning of the show, it helps a lot and you'll be doing the dispatch a big favor.